make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Got a smile when I say that shit. I woke up this morning. Cool. So we are live. We are live with Nikki Schuler. I'm gonna take my sunglasses off real quick, actually. Um, and I. So Nikki and I have known each other since eighth grade. Eighth grade. We met in math class, and you've been one of my best friends since. And uh, well, this is my first thought I had when I woke up at your house this morning. Uh, but I thought I thought I'd introduce you and thank you and appreciate you for because uh, I think you've you've taught me. You're one of those people in my life that I've had around so long. And I, you've like taught me like how to love somebody like unconditionally. You know what I mean? So I, I want to thank you for that. Like we've we've just we've been nothing but positive influences in each other's lives. So I want to thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Your totally. friendship's I, important. Man. I feel the same way about you. It's never been. There's never been any negativity. No drama. It's always been positive between us. And I'm the kind of person that I believe like if you're going to be friends with somebody, keep it long term. Why why end it? You know, like if you're going to start a friendship, you might as well have that forever. And like how you're saying the love unconditionally thing, like that's what it, that's what a friendship is, you know? If you, a real friend loves you unconditionally, yeah, there will be problems, there'll be fights, like who doesn't have fights with their friends, you know? Sure. Happens. Um, but the loving unconditionally, that's like the main part of a good friend and that's like the best kinds of friends to have. Absolutely. So, thanks for doing that for me too. Totally, totally. And uh, yeah, so we're going to a music festival tonight. First EDM festival I've ever been to. Yes, first first show for Jordan. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be sick. We got I'm, a good I'm, squad going. We got a good group. It's it's he's gonna be in good hands. He's gonna be in good hands. Full state. Full yes. state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a good time because if we're gonna talk about music, if we can get on music, um, uh-huh. something that I love about EDM culture is just the positivity and the love that it brings and. I never like saw myself probably like two or three years ago. I never saw myself going to these shows all the time, but I have never felt more love and more positivity than I do when I walk into these shows. That's like, what everybody tells me. That's what everybody tells me. I've heard like just the vibes you can like. It's very uh, almost contagious. I yeah, guess it's very contagious. For. You like someone will just come up to you and be like, "You're beautiful," and it just makes you want to compliment the next person that you see. Like it's just so like it's like how smiling and like yawning are so contagious. Yeah, like, yeah. You just see somebody else and it makes you want to do it to somebody else. Like I've never been in like a culture like that. And how we were talking about last night or earlier this morning like rap concerts. They're just rap concerts tend to like bring the wrong crowds sometimes and you know, there's always fights sometimes and I just at these kinds of shows it's it's more about the love and the acceptance of everybody for who they are kind of thing instead of like you know trying to fight or trying to cause problems it's it's more people are just focused on loving each other for who they are accepting each other and a lot of people tie in drugs with that you know it's a stereotype that if you go to raves you're going to do drugs but honestly it's it's much more than that totally it doesn't, it doesn't happen i mean yeah there's people that do their drugs every time and that i mean more power to them but that's that's not what it's about it's the, just the about culture that the culture of accepting everybody else and loving everybody else and bringing people together like yes like what we were talking a little bit before the podcast about like like how music brings people yes, together yes. it really does it really does like people that i never would picture myself being friends or not being friends with but never meeting we met through music right like half my friends that i have in kansas city we all met through these shows met through music or met through people that you meet at these shows like hey i'll meet somebody and they'll be like hey i have this friend you need to meet them and then i'll meet them and i'll be like hey i have this friend you need to meet and then we'll all go to these shows together and it becomes like a big squad 
And is that powerful? It's very, very powerful. That's, very powerful. That's really cool. And it's awesome. Like our squad has gone from like 10 to like 30 within the last year or two that I've been here. And it's great. Like when we went to EDC Las Vegas, like I was telling you, we had a group of 35 people. Wow. And we had oh. a, we had a Kansas Jayhawk flag that was like keeping everybody in line so we wouldn't lose each other in the right. crowd because there, there was a lot of people there. It's like 135,000 people there a day. So it was that's sick. It was awesome. But it's it's great to have that like group dynamic and always just feel like you. you it's like a sense of belonging almost. Like you just feel like you belong. Like they make you feel so loved and that you belong there. It's like, wow. Totally. Like these people are so accepting and love me for who I am. And they make me feel right at home. Like, cause I wouldn't necessarily call Kansas City home growing up in St. Louis for a long time and everything. But, right. but being here the last three years has just made me feel like this is home. Totally. Like the, the comfort of home. The comfort. Yeah. Cause the people here are just so welcoming, comforting. Um, the people that I've met through music, like we were talking about how it brought everybody together, like the people that I've met in this, this culture, in this music scene, like they've been some of the best friends I've ever had in my whole life. Like people that I've known my whole life, haven't had my back. Like these people have like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's just, it's awesome. Like it really, I don't know what it is, like how music can be that powerful. Do you think that's what makes that bond and that loyalty so strong? The music? Yeah. I think the music has a big part of it because we all have that in common. Right. So we all love, we talk about it and we... It's definitely undeniably like an added element. It is. It's definitely added an element to it and it's, um, we all talk about it like it's, it's one of the main things we have in common. It's what brought us together. Um, but I think it's more than that. I think at the end of the day, it's who we are as people too. That okay. We all know like deep down that we're, we're just good hearted people. We just want to be surrounded by good vibes. That's why we go to these things. We just want good vibes. And you, you, um, oh, microphone slipping. Microphone slipping. I'm slipping. We're oh, slipping. Got him slipping. <laughs> um, I'll scoot a little bit more your way. Um, I totally lost my thought on that. <laughs> uh, well, well I, I'm really excited. Or yeah, yeah, I asked you last night, and asked like you and all your friends the the vibe I'm kind of getting based on like what you guys are talking about and like how you describe like the EDM culture that I'm really looking forward to is uh, the no judgment aspect. No judgment. Because I, I think that can be applied to all aspects of life. Like nobody likes to be judged, so therefore, why judge anybody else just because right. they're different? Who gives a fuck? Right. Like who cares? And like that's the thing I love about the this culture is people can wear whatever the hell they want, uh -huh. say whatever they want, uh, do whatever drugs they want. Nobody really cares. You know, everybody's just doing their own thing. Right. And they're just there to be themselves. Like, feel like they don't, they can go somewhere and not be judged because they're wearing this or they might be participating in something. Or, right. You know, they can do what they want to do and be who they want to be and know that it's comfort. Like, it's just full, like, comfort, comfortability. Like, no one's judging. They're accepted. They're Nobody's accepted. judged, getting judged for yes. their actions. Yes, And you can just be whoever you want to be. You can scream at the top of your lungs and be like, this is fucking awesome. And no one's going to be like, what is this dude on? Like, everyone's just going to be like, yeah, it's awesome. Totally, like, Welcome. Totally. We love you. Like, it's just going to be. Just go with it. Just, just go, go with, with it. it. It's a big, like, I think everybody, and you know, there's those people out there that are super stereotypical about rave life and whatever. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do that. It's just Molly and drugs, but it's like, no, it's not. There's so much more to it than that. Uh -huh. And I wish people would give it more of a chance, more the culture, more of a chance. So you're saying like, like some people may do that and, but it, it you're saying it, it it's, 
kind of taking away and almost ruining an aspect and closing some people off because they think that's all it is. Yes, that's all it yes. is. It definitely closes a lot of people. But I mean, off. ultimately, like you have the choice if you want to do that or exactly. not. Exactly. It's like you you are your own person. And and this is another thing I love about this culture. Nobody in this like culture or scene is going to pressure you or force you to ever do anything. Right. Everyone's super like it's your body. You take you do what you want. Totally. We're going to do this, but you do what you want. Like no one's ever going to force you and be like you have to do this. Like, right. It's, it's your body. You you do what you want and if um, and the thing is, if you don't want to do it, there's st- in the people that are doing it, they're still accepting of you no matter what. Totally. Whether you do it or not, that's they're how it should love be. You. Yeah, they're gonna love you still, give you a hug, probably kiss you. You know, they everybody there is because that's not all it is. It's not all it is. It's about the love and the acceptance and the beauty of being alive. Honestly, like I think a lot of us take it for granted just being alive. Like, and I feel like this music, like tonight when we go to the show, you're uh-huh. gonna, you're just gonna feel alive. I'll just say, I don't know how to explain that. You're just gonna have to feel it. Totally. But you're just gonna feel like, wow, like, you know, this is life, man. Like, I'm living it. It's happening. I don't need to take this for granted. Like, this is a beautiful moment. Absolutely. And that's why I love, and that's why I can't get enough of these music festivals and shows. It's just because every time I'm just like, man, there is just so much to life that people take for granted. Every day, they just don't understand like this beauty and this music and so many moments in life. So many moments, take for granted. yeah. So many moments, people like our being in our twenties, our young twenties. Like we need to, you know, get as much experience as we can. Totally. Learn from it and grow from it and realize this is life and we only get one chance at this. Like we should live it, experience it while we have the chance. Like you know, and I know, and I get sometimes it's all about you know you don't have the money or you know whatever, but. You can also get in this culture without having to go to the concerts all the time. Like uh-huh. you can, you can hang out with these people, like the people we hung out with last night. Like I hung out, I hang out with them all the time, and they make me feel so loved and all the time. And I, I never have like any doubts when I'm with these people. Like they, we all kind of know, like you know, this is a beautiful moment right now. We're fucking cherishing it. Totally. Like we we all do that with each other. Like and we'll we'll be at these festivals and we'll all just kinda we'll all pause for a minute and just look at each other and some of us will have tears in our eyes and we'll just be like, Man, this is this is awesome. I care for you guys. Like yeah, I'm here I'm here um, in this moment enjoying something I like like enjoying music I love with people I love. Yes. And it, it that's a really cool topic too, because uh music music heightens present moment awareness like nothing else. And like good conversation and good relationships heighten present moment awareness as well yes so it's really cool i'm i'm uh, really excited to like be new and be like be a novice to this experience yeah that's, it's gonna that's be great sick. you're gonna probably make a lot of friends tonight i go. guarantee you're gonna walk out with like 10 new friends tonight oh yeah oh yeah well I, it, whenever i go out i'm just letting you know i usually promote my podcast i'm like follow me that's fine follow me. Follow me, Jordan. <laughs> yeah no that's fine people people they'll be like yeah yeah i love it like <laughs> i'll probably follow them and then right, yeah yeah but uh <laughs> no it's it's gonna be a great experience yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's going to be a great time. I'm glad that I get to be with you for your first time, first time going to a show like this, because it's, you'll see, like, yeah, there'll, there'll be people there, you know, doing their thing, but the, the main point of it is everyone is there to spread love. That's awesome. That's, that's, it's no one's there to intentionally there to fight. And as you know, I'm, I'm all, like, I'm a huge advocate for, like, not trying to control other people and like what they do in their lives like what they do with their time is up to them i don't care what they do right i don't have to yeah exactly like my choices are up to me so like like ultimately their choices are up to them and i i don't know like sometimes they're 
there's a less appropriate or a less correct approach in my opinion and I might like I might seek guidance or uh, provide guidance but like I'm not going to judge them for doing that decision because they right. probably had good intentions doing it like, right. I feel like we're all I feel like human beings are pretty well intentioned people for the most part like for the most part for the most part yeah but no you like we were saying last night about the cigarette thing like if someone smokes a cigarette that's wow how does that affect us at all Exactly. You know, like, I mean, secondhand smoke, but whatever. But I'm saying, like, whatever people choose to do, that has nothing to do with us. So Absolutely. why do we need to judge them or go off on them or give them our unwanted opinion? Like, it's people can do what they want to do. And at the end of the day, I feel like you talk a little bit more into the mic, just because you're like, oh, am I looking that way? Yeah. Okay. Um, where are you able to crop some of this out? Do it. Are you able to crop some of this? Out? I usually just keep it running. No, oh, okay. It's just easy. All right, well, hi. So anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do, and it's up to us to just accept them and love them for who they are. And you know, judging isn't going to help anything except kind of. And honestly, like all, and I will say this: like judgment does nothing but just show insecurity. Yeah. Like, within yourself and to other people. Within yourself and within your ability to love other people. For it makes they both are. parties feel shittier. It it does. It's like judgment is just a two way like loss. Like it's all, it, you're you're being mean towards other people and you're also not doing yourself any favors either, because by judging you're only making yourself feel more insecure and you've got to make judge others to make yourself feel better. But in the end you're not you're not going to feel better about it. So it's up to us to just love and accept for who they are and. Not everybody's gonna be your friend, and at the end of the day, that's okay. Like, just love them, accept them for who they are, and okay. Like, yeah, and I, I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in like creating win wins for like like whether that be in business, whether that be in uh life decisions, or just how you treat people in general. And whenever you treat people with love, it's a win win for both parties too. Like, right. it's like the opposite of judgment or the opposite of hate, kind of in that aspect. That it's gonna it makes you feel better. Like, you're way more at peace whenever you view the world from like a like a loving point of view because yes. I have viewed the world from a hateful point of view like I mean I grew up fighting with my sister all the time and like to view that like hateful like spectrum and constantly angry like it's just the wrong approach to life in comparison to like uh like I, just being able to project love into this world it and gets anything you a lot farther. It exactly. Gets you a lot farther. And I mean, like some people aren't going to respond, but you can't control how they're going to respond. So ultimately, just gotta like, control how who, you do. Exactly. So who cares? Like, it, it's fine. And like, it, it, anything, I, I don't hate them for treating me with hate. I just kind of pity them that they haven't really that they have figured to, that out. I yeah, guess. they haven't but, figured that out, and that they that's how they live their life. Like that's it's sad. And and the thing is, at the end of the day we're all humans totally like we all are different we all have things that aren't you know we all have our things that aren't in common and we have in common but at the end of the day we are all humans totally we all have hearts we all have feelings you know i mean you just got to treat i know this is the the kindergarten rule but treat people how you want to be treated totally point blank period that's just how it is like if you are constantly judging and hating and blah blah, that's gonna get back to you. Absolutely. It's, it's, if you're, but if you're constantly spreading love and happiness and positivity and just trying to be a good impact in somebody's life, that is gonna come back on you also. Like people, like I know this is bad to think about maybe, but sometimes I always think about like, how do I want to be remembered? 
like when we you know when when we're older and people talk about us and good point like when we're in our 50s and people are like oh remember that remember that guy jordan from high school or like remember that girl nikki like what what do we want to be remembered as like do we want to be remembered as that girl that was always bitchy and just rude to everybody or that guy that was just a douche that's the joke part too about like what like how you want to be remembered because like you get like if you if you take some like real time to like reflect on that question and like like who do I want to be who who do I want to be in this life and who how do I want to be remembered like that, that it's so subjective for everybody like everybody could choose a different definition of how they want to be remembered like like how I want to be remembered is probably different from what you want to be remembered right like and and that's fine and that's, that's fine, totally yeah. fine and everybody's got their own unique set of things that makes them who they are exactly. and who they would be remembered for what they would be remembered for like i mean you're gonna be remembered for being famous in trepid jordan podcast <laughs> hopefully i'm not remembered as big t nikki from timberland <laughs> hopefully I have that's some. a funny thing too like I, I guess it also makes sense not to worry too much about how you get remembered because like uh, like everybody has a different perception of you at the right. same time right so maybe not put too much emphasis but being able it, it does uh the be like considering that question is going to provide value to your life because you're gonna take different actions carrying into the future because you want it's you're gonna take actions that are closer to how you want to be defined and how you want to define yourself yes and no and looking at that question i think going into it a little less specific maybe let's say okay um you meet someone one day at a grocery store right and you ask them how their day is you give them a smile you talk to them have a good conversation that's how you're gonna be remembered that person true you get what i'm saying uh-huh. like not by not by like people like that we um know from high school or college necessarily like i'm, I'm just saying every day like uh-huh. when you just go to the gas station and you talk to the clerk and you give them a big smile and just say how is your day going like how are you today like they're gonna remember you as somebody that was nice like a good person absolutely like, just everywhere you go try to leave a good impression try to be that person that goes the extra step to ask somebody how their day is actually going or like you know and not even necessarily like like for your own personal gain so that no, like just, like oh like if i if i leave a good impression here that i can make more money no no, no it's no. like like just do it just to be nice yeah just, just to, to be to a like good person add, just to add value to somebody else's life yeah even if they never remember your name and it's the most minuscule encounter but you made somebody at, at chick-fil-a smile like that's dope that's awesome that's dope and that's probably and not a lot of people like you know a lot of people take those things for granted so that could have been their only smile that day True. you know and you were in charge of it so it, that's just like how I, I like to feel like and how you're saying for personal gain for money like oh I'll do this and I'll get a raise or something like no I I try to look at it as like I want to do this because I want I want to be a good person like I just want to be a good person I don't want to I don't care about the money or anything like that I just want to be a good person I just want to treat people with respect and, absolutely yeah and I, and I want to be treated with respect back and the only way to do that is to give it out you know like I mean like, like that's it that going back to the golden rule like i mean it is golden rule for a reason and like everybody wants that like like human nature everybody wants to be treated with respect so why why wouldn't you just treat them with respect right it just makes sense that's why i never understood those people that just like just crave to fight like just want to fight just want to have drama just want to make somebody mad i'm just like that's so exhausting it's uh, exhausting. Good point. Like, drama itself is just so exhausting. Like, and we've all had our fair share of drama in high school and growing up and stuff. And it's just exhausting, man. It's just tiring. It's just, like, all this fighting back and forth. It's just, like, I'm tired of it. Like, I would just rather have 
like love and happy. good point because on that uh, on that topic like like that's exhausting that's energy depleting like those those taking those actions and causing drama spreading hate getting angry getting yeah, mad that's re- very energy depleting people, but like like showing positivity towards somebody else it's actually like you gain energy from yeah. it at least I do I know no, I yeah, do yeah it's not energy depleting at all you feel good uh-huh. like, you, like I know when I if I ever get in fights with friends I feel like crap I hate it I'm like uh, like it's so exhausting and I'm like wow like this this sucks but like when you are just nice to people and give somebody a compliment or feed off somebody's positive energy and I don't know it just feels good man it just totally. feels good like I don't know how to explain it but it just feels good being a nice good positive person I wouldn't I would never go to being someone that has to live like a sad like how you were saying people that kind of just live off hate they haven't they don't understand it yet they just don't understand the big picture yet right like they, they haven't learned from their mistakes. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, and I, there is those people out there, and I feel bad that they haven't seen the big picture yet, but in the end, like, life is just too short, man. Like, Absolutely. It's just too short, and we have to, and I know this is cliche, but I truly live every day like it's your last, honestly. Like, that's why every day I try to do something that I want to have a memory for that day. Like, I try to not just... We all have our days where we just sit in bed and watch Netflix. Like, right. to be honest, we all have our binge-watching Netflix. But those are important in their own ways. Those are important. Everybody deserves a break. Everybody des- deserves a day to relax. But um, there was a point in my life, um, this a few years ago, I was uh, having a depression, um, actually a little bit after my dad passed. And um, there was a, a time where I would just, you know, sit inside and just kind of, you know, not really do anything. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't... What if these were my last days? I, I don't want my last days to be like this. And uh, I want to, I need to live my days while I have them, especially at being 22. Like, this is like, this is our prime time. Like, we are in our prime. Like, we're our hottest we're going to be right now. True. <laughs> like, we got to, you know, we got to own it, live it. I feel like, I feel like all ages have like different benefits, but I totally know what you mean. Like, 22 is that age where we're like, really starting to figure it out yeah like we're, we're really starting to figure it out right now figuring out a lot of stuff about ourselves who we want to be who we want to be like what we're going to do in our life like what where are we going to move where are we going to live are we going to have kids like this is where we're starting to figure out what our life's going to be forever and i know me for sure like i want to live it to the absolute fullest at this point true like i just want to do it whatever i can to look back and be like wow i have some great memories like I had some great experiences, great times, met some awesome people, which I can already, at 22, I can confidently say that now, but at 50, I want to look back and be like, for 49 years, I've had great times, yes, like, yes. great people. Like I want to, I want to be able to say that for every year of my life, not just when I'm young, you know, I want to meet great people, make a good impact on this world and try to, you know, try to leave my impression everywhere I go and, you know, try to make people smile and. Just out of curiosity, because then, uh, and I, I already mentioned that we were gonna like bring it up to the, to the topic of your dad, uh, with your the so like a little background. Nikki's father passed about a year and a half ago, right? It was November of 2016. 2016. Okay, so he uh, did did. It, with with all this being said about like your perspective on the world and like this is like kind of how you view the world and your outlook and everything. Do you think your dad's like, in what ways did your dad kind of help shape that um, perspective? Or did he did he have any shift in oh, perspective? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, his passing really made me just kind of step back and be like, wow, 
um, I need to, because his passing was very unexpected. Totally. So um, I wasn't like no one's. I mean, no one's ever prepared for that to have something like that to happen. But especially when it's unexpected, it just kind of takes a toll on you, and you just kind of question everything. Like you just question, is there an afterlife? It, where's my dad now? Like, what do I do with my life now that he's not here? Um, he made the best out of his life, and for me, I'm just like you know, I want I want to do the same that he did. Maybe carry on his legacy and. Right. You know, live my best life that I can because my whole life he set nothing but a great example for me and my sister and just of how to live your life to the absolute fullest, do what you love, be who you are. Um, you know, I mean, him and his personality, his very unique personality, his, he made everybody laugh. He was very funny. His jokes, like, I mean, he would meet somebody for five minutes and they'd already love him. Like, totally. that's just how he was. And I just, I want to be like that too. I want to be like how he was. I think him passing kind of made me see life for what it really is because when before he passed I had never really I lost we lost two friends in high school and um we lost um I lost a few friends of mine in St. Charles nobody is close though nobody like a parent your father your I couldn't father. even imagine yeah it's like, like I mean I, I try to emphasize what I really can't fully yeah like losing friends is so tough don't get me wrong and we've had I mean at Timberland and at St. like we have had some hard losses that have happened and those are extremely tough in their own way um, but losing a parent, there, it's just, there's nothing like that because that's half of who you are. Right. That's half of you. That's, and it's just, um, it's it's scary and it's um, it's tough, but it really does shape you. It like what can happen because there has been people I know some people personally that have lost parents and um, it didn't turn out so well for them and that that happens like they you know, maybe get addicted to drugs or, you know, something happens, you know, it doesn't... They turn to different methods they of turn, coping. Yeah, they turn to different methods of coping and sometimes things go wrong and, you know, their life is on a bad path, but, like, I'm trying to not let his death get the best of me and I'm trying to, if anything, just let it make me a little stronger. Totally. Which I think that's what it's done so far. Um, I've just become very strong about a lot of things and it takes a lot to hurt me at this point because nothing hurts like some of the things that You've been, been to dark places. You've yeah. been to dark places. Dark places and it takes a lot to hurt me. And I've also started realizing too, like him passing really made me realize these little petty arguments that people have. <laughs> I'm just like, you guys, like life, it, there is just so much more to life that mat like that actually matters. Like these little petty fights, like and these little like, you know, breakup dramas and all this crap. I'm just like, you guys, like, get the bigger picture here. Totally. Like, you know, you could die tomorrow and it's all done. Like you just gotta realize like it does not matter. Sounds like you reaffirmed, reestablished your uh, like value system. Like yeah. you, you like you're like what really matters? Yes. What the fuck really what matters? Really to matters. Me? Like what really matters? Like that's these, so important. It is. It really is important, and it really made me see like him passing away. Kind of gave me that like, okay, um, I need to really think about my life here and what really matters to me, and what do I want to do? What? How do I want to carry on now that he's gone? And, um, all, I'm going to carry all the things that he taught me with me forever. I mean, he taught uh, me some great life, life lessons. And one of those being, the stupid crap doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And he told me that I would come home and be so upset over, you know, stupid high school, middle school drama. 
And he would just look at me and just be like, it does not matter. Like, it, you're you're going to look back on this five years from now and be like, why was I even so mad? Good point. That is so <laughs> and, important. And he's so right. He's so right. Like, being 22 right now, looking back five years ago when I was 17. Like, who like, cares? Who freaking cares? Like, the drama that we dealt with in those times, it's just like, oh, my God, it's so irrelevant. Like, life is just too short. And every time I, I get in a fight with somebody or in a, a disagreement, I always just be like, you know what? Let's stop this. True. I love you. We'll work it out. Let's work it out as adults. We don't. I don't want to have an argument with you. It's there's no point. Communicate objectively without getting your yes. emotions. And yes. it, if they are, if you're feeling any emotions, feel like positive emotions and choose to feel those positive emotions and kind of block out the negative ones. Or if you feel the negative ones, communicate to that you other party talk why it talk it you through. feel that way. Because like most, I feel like most con- controversy and conflict in the world and within like like interpersonal relationships too or group relationships whatever like it, it just comes down to a lack of communication a lack like, of communication like, like we're all so similar that we I feel like we see the same and see eye to eye but anyway I, on, on that topic I'll speak for you and your, your dad, like, I, I agree with you. He he had, like, a way of, like, lighting up the room, and I think he passed on that gift to you because you, uh, oh, what, what was it? Uh, you, you have, you're, like, one of the most adaptable people I know, and you're also, you have this unique gift, this unique ability to, like, like just make other people feel important, make other fe- people feel, like, special. And I've, I've noticed, like, throughout knowing you that people are very drawn to you for that. And that's that's really special. And I, I, I guess I realized in this conversation that you probably have that aspect of your personality because your dad. Or now I, that you say that, I, I think maybe he did pass on something like that to me, or pass that on to me because he, like you said, he did light up the room, and people were so drawn to him all the time, like everywhere. Like I said, he'd meet somebody for five minutes, and they'd already be like calling him his best friend. Like totally. You know, like they, he just had that effect on people and. I try, I really do want to live my life how he did because he, I mean, was so happy and so, I mean, did the career he loved for 30 years. He, um, I mean, he had no regrets. He had no regrets. And that's how I want to go out. Like, that's how I want to end it. I don't want to. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He had no regrets whatsoever. And actually, this is kind of freaky, but uh, exactly seven days before he passed, he had made a Facebook status. And he never really made Facebook statuses. Oh. And he made this big Facebook status about how satisfied he was with his life and how he had been loved unconditionally his whole life. And he's very thankful and all this stuff. Wow. And, yeah. Just a few days before he a passed? A few days before he passed. It's still on his Facebook. It's really, it's crazy. Can we read that after this podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll read it. I'll totally. Show it I'll show it to you. But, yeah, it's it's crazy. And he, um, I mean, the impact that he left, I mean, I can only hope I do the same. I mean, at his, at his celebration of life, I mean... There was probably 400 to 500 people there. Like, you couldn't... I mean, there, it was so crowded. You couldn't walk. It was shoulder to shoulder. Like, I had people coming up to me, like... Because he was a football coach, college football coach. Um, I had people coming up to me from... Um, people that uh, played for him in, like, the 90s and 80s. And they were just like, oh, your dad was the best coach I ever had. He left a that's huge... That's special. Yeah, huge impact in my life. And, you know, I've never forgot about him. We stayed in touch. Like, um, you know, and all these guys, like... it them saying that to me like I, I knew my dad was a special I knew he was a special guy I knew he was a great guy but just hearing it from all these people that he knew 20 30 years ago uh-huh. like and they're still saying it and they drove hours and miles to come to his thing like to honor him and they were just like you know your dad had a huge impact I mean I heard that probably five or six times that day like your dad had a huge impact on life. your dad had a huge... and I'm just like wow like I, that's how I I want to be like that too like I want to 
he gave me so much to look up to. He, he set the bar very high. I'll just put that. He set the bar very high. But um, he's just a great guy, and I, I'm hoping that I can have an impact like he did, you know. Totally. Yeah. Set the bar high, but uh, nothing against your dad, but I think you can exceed it. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think he'd probably say the same, so be, I think he'd say the same. I, I, think, I feel like that's natural. Parents naturally yeah, want parents, their kids to, like, like outperform that yes, or whatever. naturally parents want their kids to just do even better than they did. Like, and that's what he always told me, too. He just always told me, like, the sky's the limit. You know, don't go, you know, always reach for your dreams. You know, never. He never told me that I, he always knew I could do whatever I wanted to do, and, um, I think that him and my mom both like believing in me so much gives me this confidence that I can make an impact. Totally. I just got to figure out what I'm still in the process. Like we were saying earlier, 22 is the age. We're kind of figuring it out right now. <laughs> I'm still in the process of figuring out, you know, what's my impact going to be. Who knows all the choices you let up, like up to that, maybe like are shaping you into who you're going, like the choice you're ultimately going to make when you're 25 or whatever. Right. right. And actually this is kind of off topic, but a quote that I saw, um, it's by Mark Twain. My dad, this is one of my dad's favorite quotes. It says, the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you figure out why. And I love that quote. Wow. Yeah, I absolutely love that quote because I can't wait for the day where I, I sit there and I'm like, this is what I was born to do. Totally. This is what I'm made to do. This is why God or whoever it is called me here to do this. Like, this is who, this is what I'm here for. And I can't wait to find that out one day. And I, I, I sometimes kind of get that feeling. Like, I know what I'm here for. Like, I know I'm here to uh, make a good impact on people. I just got to figure out what it's, what direction. Totally. What exact you know, occupation or what exact way am I going to go with it? But that is, that's one of my favorite quotes ever. And I, I, think I feel like, uh, cause I feel like as human beings, we kind of crave purpose. We crave meaning to like define our lives. I know I personally do for sure. Yes. I crave everybody passion. wants to know. Everybody wants to know what's, what am I here? What's my purpose? Exactly. Like, what am I going to do? If you want to be fulfilled, you got to find a purpose. Yes. Maybe find a hobby, whatever. I, there, there's so many ways to find that purpose. Like we were saying earlier, there's so many different ways. Uh, but I had a, I had a point of bringing that up. Oh, I think that I think that all starts with asking the right questions, like asking yourself, like, like we were saying earlier. Because I think if you ask yourself the right questions about this world and about who you want to be or X, Y, and Z, you're gonna get the right answers. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's actually awesome because uh, GCU's logo is "Find Your Purpose." Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's all over all the school, like every all the like when you walk around, there's like big paintings that just say "Find Your Purpose," and I'm just like. You know, like, I I can't wait to find my purpose. Like, and I, I think, like I said, I think I already have a little feeling of what my purpose is. Just got to find the right way to go about it. But, you know, what a good feeling it will be to one day figure out what, re, like, what made you here. Like, what what are you here to do? Totally. And I'm, I'm excited to... Well, I will say... Uh, sorry, I could you No, off. no, you go. No, you I was done. Uh, okay. Um, I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like a very, very, very important part of finding your purpose, at least in like the most like noble way possible, is establishing like a, a strong value system. And that is something I think a lot of people overlook and don't do a very effective job of doing. And I think you have a pretty good value system, especially like talking like now, like, like I, that's so important. So like carrying on in the future with that value system and I, I like I like your like outlook on life, your philosophy of life. I always have. Yeah. And uh, making making other people smile and whatnot. Like I you I don't know, you could take whatever you decide to do, like you have that that nicely like firmly established value system like in place. Yes, I I'm trying. I'm really trying to keep my values intact and keep them 
um, you know, I want to hold myself to a higher standard. I want to make sure that I'm, you know, I don't want to get in any bad situations or put myself in something that, you know, I might regret later. I just, I'm trying to live my life to the fullest in the most positive way. Um, and I think my values will really help me with that if I keep my values the way they need to be. And I, um, going back on the topic of finding your purpose, I think that another thing of finding your purpose is all it's, it really is about who you surround yourself with sometimes because like yeah, true. All, it, it's all about who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with people that are just dragging you down, just, you know, constantly giving you criticism or just constantly like nitpicking at you, you're not going to, you're not going to find your purpose that way. You're just going to constantly be like, Oh man, I can't do anything. Like I'm just crap. But if you surround yourself with people that are positive, lifting you up, you can do anything. Like you, you're amazing. You're strong. You're awesome. Like it's a lot easier to find your purpose that way because you're totally. like, wow, I, there is, I am, I deserve to be here. There's something for me here. Absolutely. And so that's why another reason why I, back to the, going back a few topics, that's why I love this culture because I have never felt so confident and strong and like ready to take on the world than when I moved to Kansas City and these people like they, they just give me so much hope and love and acceptance. That's and, special. Yes. And it's all, I mean, you got to surround yourself with good people at totally. the end of the day. Like, and you are who you hang out with. It, it just really is true. You are who you hang out with. And, you know, finding a part of finding your purpose is, you know, making sure that you surround yourself with people that su- support that and want to help you find that purpose. And That have a positive outlook and have, have positive similar outlook. values. Yeah, similar totally. values. And, you know, look at the life the same way you do. Like, they, you know, finding your purpose, it, it's a good... It'll be a good feeling when it happens. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it'll happen yeah. for us. It'll happen for us. Um, and it also, like, um, whenever you, like, you set a goal and maybe, like, maybe that goal aligns with your purpose, like, being able to align yourself with and surround yourself with the people that are going to get you closer to that goal. It's like, okay, like, are these people, uh, like, maybe, maybe these people are, like, positive influences in my life, but they might be, like, restricting me. I, I, I'm, this is just like a hypothetical example. They might still be restricting me of reaching that goal. So maybe and it's not like like you have to like cut them out of your life. Like I used to kind of like do that. Like okay, this person's out. He's out. Like he, he's done. But I, I think the more appropriate approach that I, I've started to take on in the past like year or so is uh, keeping those people in your life and keeping them as friends. But uh, maybe just not allowing them into your like limiting your time is probably limiting a good your way. time and, and maybe limiting your, your the business you share with them like you know maybe limiting how much you let them in just because true because if they you know that's something I kind of value too is um, there's nothing wrong with staying low key there is nothing wrong with that you know sometimes when something happens in people's life they're so quick to go on Snapchat and post about it they're so quick to go on Instagram and be like this just happened to me totally. or like Snapchat this just happened to me but there's nothing wrong with keeping your business to yourself and I think that just with all the social media influence that's like nearly impossible for people in our generation to understand that not everything you do has to be posted and glamorized and shown to everybody like I saw this um, meme it was like a meme post or whatever you know how memes sometimes have like quotes on or whatever Uh. it was one of those and it said something about like oh like relationships um, that don't spread their business always last long said something along those lines and that is true I mean people that like date and keep it very low-key and just to themselves and don't get the world involved you know and that not only goes with relationships but friendships too 
like just anything in general really like the more people know and the more that you spread it out there and put the word out there it's no longer your business it's the world's business totally. at that point and then like, it's like i feel like you're harder to satisfy at that point yeah too. it's just like if you're i mean if you're okay going to going to price chopper going to schnucks like going to, like nobody gives a shit who like cares? who cares who what cares? you're eating like, for lunch who cares what you're eating for lunch like it's <laughs> nothing wrong with keeping your business to yourself and keeping yourself low-key like, I, I kind of have changed my social media thing. I never really post it. If I do, it's um, usually just, like, pictures with friends. I usually just try to post experiences uh-huh. more than, like, selfies or, you know, whatever. Um, and I just, I like it that way because I don't need everybody in my business. I don't need my business to be on social media. I've put enough out there in the past, I'm pretty sure, you know. And it's just, like, at the end of the day, everybody, whatever anybody puts, anybody could put anything on social media. Right. Like, you can make, you can live the shittiest life, but post on social media like you're living in Kim K's house. Right, you know I mean? right, like You true. can make your life look very glamorous on social media. You really can create a persona. You it's pretty easy. Much, it's not even, like, that so. difficult. It's very not. It's not difficult at all. You can very much create a persona on social media. And you can, and to me, it's, it's sad because social media has just become a huge competition. It's true. like everybody's just posting who has the better body, who has the nicer car. Who has the nicer house? Who's getting? Who's graduating college before somebody else? Like, it's just become everybody's just kind of flaunting and comparing themselves. Comparing themselves and like, like, and I'm I'm all more power to it with um, people posting like, um, you know, pictures half naked, whatever. Like, if you've got the body, flaunt that shit, sister. Like, if you got it. True. But at the end of the day, the the girls that aren't comfortable with their bodies, it shouldn't make them feel like shit. True, true. It shouldn't make, uh, like, girls that aren't necessarily as comfortable with themselves, like, posting those kinds of things, like, it shouldn't make them feel like they're any less than that 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 other girl. Exactly, yeah. And that's what social media does. And in my opinion, this is my personal opinion, but if if you feel, like, lesser or more inferior, like, if it's really bothering you, uh, I feel like I feel like just take actions to change it. Like like okay, so you see this person posting what you consider, but by your standards, what a like perfect body per se is. Then you should carry on and like okay, it, this is bothering me that I don't have as good of a body or whatever it is. Um, or as it nice of a them, car. I see what you're saying. Set a goal. Set a goal it for gives yourself. Them the initiative to like, like if it actually bothers you, change it. Change it. And, it, and I see what you're saying. It maybe it gives them like that initiative to make a move to change it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm constantly seeing these pictures of these sexy body girls. Maybe I should get out and do something. Like, that or just accept who you are and what you look like and the shape that you see, take. See, and that's why, and that's another thing I've been loving about. There is one thing good to say about social media that I do like about it. I've been seeing a lot of posts lately that say stuff like, oh, love love your skin, love who you are in your skin, love your own self. Like, those are the kind of posts I love to see. So you think you're just, you're, you're uh, choosing to follow more of those accounts and surround yeah. yourself? That's, no, <laughs> that's the right. Follow, I'm just trying to follow all positive if I do. And like, like I said, I don't really spend that much time on social media anymore just because I was just tired of getting on it because I would just see the same crap, the same posts like, oh, totally. you know, like... And it's just social media, like I said, it's easy to make yourself look like you're living a perfect life. But, you know, in reality, nobody's perfect. Everybody has their struggles. Nobody out here is living the perfect life like that people I, flaunt on social media. Totally. I will say this. And I, cause, I mean, you're my 67th guest, I want to say now. Oh, damn, not so, 69th. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we should have know. two more people. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, you want to get Hey, you want to get on? Let's put you right behind. But uh, no, um, 
So you're, you're my 67th guest, and the topic of social media comes up so much. Like, because I'm, I'm sitting down with college students and millennials, and the topic of convert, the topic of social media, whether I write it down as a topic or whether it just comes up, it comes up all the time. So, like, we're not alone here. Like, we're not the only ones having these thoughts. I can guarantee you that by my limited experience on, like, the people I talk with. Like, a lot of people are feeling this way, and a lot of people are feeling in fear. So there's almost a societal and cultural problem that we need to address. Yes. And maybe, maybe not even, like, address and identify and then maybe take different approaches and find alternatives to uh like maybe this is maybe it, moderation like i don't think social media is bad i don't think the platforms are bad but when you use them in excess i think that's the problem when you like we like we're talking about like when you start comparing yourself when you start if, if this platform if you choosing to spend your time doing uh going on social media is making you feel lesser about yourself then cut it out like, cut it out or at least like limit it a little bit because the platform's not the problem. It's the way you use it and the way you decide to, like, respond to it. And, I agree. And sometimes we're just unconsciously into unconsciously, like, going about our habits and doing this. Right. No, I completely agree with that. I think it's not only... It's much more than just the post making someone feel bad. It's like you said, if it does, you know, have that effect on you, then just cut it out. And that's honestly why I stopped using social media as near as much as I used to is just because I would just get on there and I would just feel like crap about myself after I got off my phone. I'm just like, wow, like all these people are living these perfect lives and I'm over here with, you know, my dad's passed away. My mom's got cancer. Things, things were pretty rough for me for a while. And I would just go on, I just scroll through social media. I'm just like, wow, all these people are just living these perfect lives. Like... And I'm just, you know, not. And, and I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to stop looking at this because it's just draining me. Totally. And so I stopped using social media for a long time. And I recently kind of, you know, got back into it a little more. And, um, I mean, I still have it. And who doesn't do their early morning scrolls? Like, you know, sure. whatever. But I just, I've really tried to cut myself back from it because to me, like you were saying about video games earlier, it's just kind of a waste of time. Like yeah. the scrolling and the looking at so-and-so from eighth grade's like if, if you have a goal, is it getting closer to your goal, or is that kind of deviating away from your time? See, and that's where we got to start asking ourselves: like, is me doing this benefiting me at all, or am I just like getting sad? And also, like, if, if it does, it, this goes for you and anybody out there, anybody listening. Like, uh, I think it's yeah, so recorded, cool. So it was the SD card, but uh, yeah. So this this goes for you and anybody out there that's listening. It, it's also very important to note, in my opinion, that. Like the, to consider the intentions of who's posting this. So like, like a girl with a nice body, she's not posting this so that you feel lesser about yourself. She's probably posting it for attention. So you you are kind of choosing to respond that way. And like I said, if it's bothering you, then change it. Right. That's just and my no, opinion. And no, no, I, I totally agree. And not saying that girls that post those pictures are doing it to make other people feel bad. It's just naturally girls that don't look like that are going to feel bad. So you is this I mean? a societal problem that we objectify women too much possibly? Because, I mean, I don't think guys are really having this problem. Oh, this is, come on. You know guys have this problem. You know you guys so? posting their workouts. You know guys posting their buff abs and their workout vids. You don't think the guys that, you know, look the, at Seeing these. a super ripped guy on his, like, it, it doesn't make me feel any lesser about myself. It really doesn't. 
maybe okay. I could, I'm also only speaking for myself too, though. I would so. say, yeah, you're speaking for yourself, but also, I mean, maybe I worded that wrong, but I'm not saying like every time a girl posts a picture, girls feel bad about themselves. That's not uh-huh. what I'm saying. I'm saying it's just very easy to glamorize yourself and make your life look like it's perfect and make yourself look like you're perfect and on social media and like not that it makes other people feel bad, but it's just like people just are like, well, my life, you know, isn't like my life isn't as glamorous as that and. You know, um, how do I word this correctly? It's not like it makes people feel like crap. That's not what I mean. It's like, how do I word this correctly? Like, you just kind of become obsessed with the idea of, like, wanting to be like that. And maybe, like, I don't know how to word what I'm, like, getting at. But I'm trying to say, like, social media has a way of making... Feel like they feel like good enough sometimes. Sorry, I dropped the mic. Okay. So you said that. Uh, wait, you said social said media has a way of making people media feel. Just has a way of making people feel like maybe their life isn't good enough as somebody else, or maybe they're not as good as somebody else. Cause they, totally. Because you know, it's just, and that's just, and that's okay, and that's just natural, and that's whatever. Not everybody's gonna have a better life than somebody else. Like it's just that's natural. But um, I've also just kind of been trying to get off social media just because. I just want to focus more on what's going on around the world around me sure. other than on the world on my phone. Like, the world on my phone is completely irrelevant to me at this point because, like, for you, it's relevant because your job is with this. Like, your hobby is right. with social media and stuff like that. But for me, like, it's just completely irrelevant because for me, it's just scrolling. Absolutely. I don't have any, like, like stuff like you do, like the business. I don't have anything like that. And That's, That is how I see it, too. Yeah, like, for me, so for you, it's helping your goal. Like, your social media use and your promoting yourself and branding yourself that's that's all for that's promoting or that's like benefiting you that's going towards your goal totally so it's great for you but for someone like me that doesn't plan on working with like social media like i i just it's irrelevant for me and i just i'm like i waste so much time just scrolling that's exactly how i'd feel if i didn't have the school yes like, if you didn't have your social media goals that you have i i really have i've cut out most I, I for a while I've got I got back on it actually recently probably the past two weeks because I, I don't see it as a problem anymore. I, it's I'm not like using it in excess, but uh, I cut it out completely so that I could kind of like minimize the habit. Well, yeah, and, and again, like you work with Instagram, like that's how you like that's how you promote your podcast and your business. Like it's, yep. Instagram is like a platform for you. That's different. Like for me, it's just a thing I'm just gonna waste time on. Joe, and I've just decided like I'm really gonna try to. Um, I'm really going to try to give it up. I thought about just completely cutting it cold turkey for a while. Tried it for maybe two or three weeks, and it just, it was hard because, in a way, social media is nice because it is a way to keep in touch with friends. And, and like, you know me, I move around a lot, and so I have friends all over the place. And so Uh it's nice to keep in touch and go on there and be like, oh, this is what so-and-so is doing these days. Or like, oh, this is where so-and-so is living. Or, oh, this person just got a job in this city. Like, it's nice because it's a good way to keep in touch with people without having to and True. Like, be like, hey, how are you? Like, it's nice to like just kind of get an update of what people are doing. So, in that, in that aspect, it's nice. And as it's far a cool as Facebook, way to connect, it it's really a cool is. Way to connect. And as far as Facebook goes, like everybody and their grandma has a Facebook. So, Facebook is like more of like a family thing. Like, I go on there to kind of see what my family's up to because everybody in my family has Facebook. And um, so that that for me is more like a family thing. But like Instagram and like Snapchat and stuff, that's more of just like seeing. An update of what people are up to, kind of thing. Yeah, and a good, a, just be conscious of how you're spending your time and how you're, how right. you're, 
spending your time on social media? Like the other day, I had somebody ask me. Um, it actually was kind of oh, mind opening. Um, they were like, or eye opening. They were like, so what are your hobbies? And I started thinking. I was like, I don't have very many. Right. And I think I need more because I don't want to say I spend all my time on my phone, but when I'm not with my friends and when I'm not like out doing something, uh-huh. I am just sitting in bed on Netflix and in my phone. And that's just like. I need hobbies. Like, I need to get more hobbies for myself. And I already have some. This was, like, a year or not a year. This is probably, like, a month ago. So, since that time, I've kind of developed. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Since that time, there's been some things that I've, like, developed. um, Some hobbies I've developed. But, like, um, yeah, I I definitely, when I got asked that question, that was definitely an eye-opener for me. Because when I'm not hanging out with friends or going out to the bars or going to concerts or going to, um festivals i'm like you know what are my hobbies like right i I want to do something you know and i that's why i think i have um been having the craving to kind of cut out social media lately because it's just kind of a i don't want to say it's like a it's like an unmotivator if that's a word it's like an unmotivator like when i'm on social media i'm just like not motivated to really like go do anything because i'm just scrolling I'm just sitting there scrolling on my phone. Absolutely. I'm not thinking about, like, going to do a hobby. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say scrolling on my phone's my hobby, but, I mean, if we if we honestly all sat there and thought about it, like, how much time do we spend on our phone a day, it's probably disgusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all, like, unconscious habits, I think. It is. Yeah. It's all unconscious habits. Like, we'll all just, like, kind of just, like, we just wake up and the first thing we do is grab our phone. Yeah, autonomously. Just, oh, shoot. Well, I was actually, I was playing, uh, I was going to tell you, it's, it's been 50 yeah, minutes. Let's go. Cool. It's getting hot. Cool, so. The sun's shining. Uh, do you have any last words? Any, uh, um, any send-offs? Any send-offs? Um, to fully send this off, I would like to say me and Jordan are going to fully send him to his first show tonight. We are going to fully send it. We're going to fully <laughs> send it, and it's going to be great. And at the end of this talk, I just want to kind of say, like, I want to just get that through the listeners, whoever's listening, like, Life is precious, man. Like, you know, we only get this one time. We only get a certain amount of time, and we only too. get a certain amount of time, and nobody's guaranteed any years. You know, we're not guaranteed anything. We're not guaranteed in the next hour. You know, we're not sure. guaranteed anything. And so, are we about to be on the news? Yeah. But yeah, we're not guaranteed anything. So, it's I definitely... I want to say, this is, this is legit. Should we promote Intrepid Jordan on the news? Should we? Are we promoting Jordan's subjective perspective? I feel like we're in their way. Should we move? Yeah, it's fine. Cool. So this wraps up episode number seventy-two of Jordan's subjective perspective. Do you want this? No, it's seventy-two. You're, you're, yeah, you're guest number sixty-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Two yeah. away from sixty-nine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Oh yeah, that's what I've that's what I've been saying. I've been saying uh sixty nine plus two. Who's gonna be the extra who's gonna be the sixty ninth guest? I just see somebody special. Oh wow. I haven't put that much thought into it. Somebody's honestly. Got, it's gotta be somebody cool. <laughs> we actually uh we did episode number sixty nine on April twentieth. Oh that's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. So uh dope. Yeah, uh you got nothing else to say? No. I'm always, sorry, I'm the worst at these sending offs. No, it's okay. I, I hate goodbyes. I know, I hate goodbyes. <laughs> All right. We're well, wrapping it up from Kansas City, straight from the 816. 816, much love, much love, much love. Deuces.